0: And I'm Craig And we just watch The Conjuring 2. This is my home Get out now No this is not your house Now what's your name My name is Bill Wilkins And I'm 72 years old What do you make of that voice? Sounds confused. You see now? The voice on this tape is coming from an 11-year-old girl. They're calling it England's Amityville. There is a family that desperately needs our help. After everything we've seen, there isn't much that rattles either of us anymore. But this one, this one still haunts me. Does it feel like the voice is coming from inside you? More like it's coming from behind me. Like I'm being used. Janet, are you all right? Stop Stop calling calling me Janet. Janet. She's such a good girl, what's there wrong with her? An oppressing spirit will try to force you to commit the ultimate sin. And what's that? Murder? Suicide? Or both? you believe us don't you
1: sensing a presence i'm
0: not sensing anything all i can sense
1: is their own fear Ah! there's somebody
0: in here help me honey you're bleeding what is happening i had a premonition of your death Human wants to kill you. If we keep doing this, you're going to die.
2: time of this recording this has been out for what like a month three weeks yeah, something like about that three weeks, yeah. yeah it's been a little while he and i saw it when it came out so it's been a couple weeks for us jeff saw it fresh as a daisy yeah i saw it on monday fourth of
3: july this is now saturday whatever day it is yes it, i think it's the 9th. The uh so yeah um the conjuring 2 if you saw the first conjuring it's basically same basic premise you know there's a haunting somewhere they call the uh the Warrens. the Warrens to come and get rid of the ghosts. Mm-hmm. Uh, takes place in the 70s. Uh, but this, instead of being like some farmhouse in wherever in America, it takes place in England. Right. Uh, and it's a, uh, the haunting is this woman, uh, she's a divorced single mother, she's got three or four kids, and this ghost is tormenting her and her family. Warrens come to bust the Ghosts.
2: Yeah,
1: because busted makes me feel good. That's right. (laughs) Yeah, and all and
2: all the kids are plucky, cute kids. one has a speech impediment. Mm -hmm. Like they're all very like like feel sorry for me. Like I think you're very. It's very designed, yeah, Yeah. for us to feel bad for them and sympathize with them. Um, And it's almost like two movies, right? Because so much of it is the build up of the the haunting in the UK, Mm -hmm. and then we have this flip side of the Warrens as a couple living at home and the female Warren, I forgot her name, um, she uh, has all these premonitions, Lorraine, Lorraine. Yeah. she has premonitions of her husband being killed during one of their investigations, right. so she's getting all this anxiety building up of like, we need to retire, we need mm-hmm. to just stay at home and yeah. you know, chill out, and write books and stuff like that, but yeah. he's he's kind of still going, hey, you know, yeah. we have a responsibility to the church, like apparently they're this big authority with the Catholic Church, which is kind of weird. Mm-hmm. but.
3: Yeah, like the Catholic Church sends them out to make yeah. sure that these places are hey, actually haunted. they want to make
2: sure this is official, so it has to get by us yeah. before they intervene. Like, we're the <laughs> authority <laughs> yeah.
3: on hauntings. Right. And, uh, they like, Lorraine keeps seeing um, Marilyn Manson in a, uh, <laughs> a <laughs> nun outfit. Yeah. Like That's what I kept thinking. Every time they show, like, that it's supposed to be a demon, I guess, in like, right. a nun outfit, and it just looks like Marilyn Manson. Very iconic but, um, looking though. Yeah. I thought yeah. it was a pretty cool look yeah. as far as that goes. But I'm, I'm, I'm kind of d- like joking about it, but it actually was like really unsettling yeah. to me. In a lot. It was really creepy.
2: I liked I liked the sequence a lot of, um, you know the I pre- Ed. Ed does, you know, amateur painting, right? Like, for fun, he paints. Yeah. And he paints a portrait of this demon without knowing. He's like, yeah, I dreamed of this crazy thing. It's wild, lady. You know, and his wife yeah. comes in and she's like, that's the demon! You know, and... Why did the, the, they hang it up? Right. <laughs> there, there's a weird sequence. I mean, yeah, that is kind of strange, but it does make for a really cool sequence yeah. of, you know, uh, her being haunted by this demon, having all these feelings and, you know, premonitions of this demon, and the painting like bringing it to life you know what I mean? yeah. like the way they use lighting and everything the painting is you're like is that the demon standing there or is that the painting or you know what i mean any yeah. kind of question you know, it does a good job of like building up some tension in that moment i thought
3: i think james Wan is really good at that at like building tension and you, when you think like to me when i watch horror movies like this i in my mind i'm thinking like he's they're gonna try to do this to scare me. they're gonna try to right. do that he's gonna jump out of the painting. blah 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 and everything in my mind that I kept thinking, like, they're going to do this, that, and the other thing, they, he would do something different, which I thought was kind of cool. Like, oh, I didn't see that
2: thing yeah. coming. When, when you saw it uh, a few days ago, was there a, a pretty decent crowd, or was it, like, totally? you mentioned that was empty, right? Was that uh, well, that was another, another movie. movie. The, yeah.
3: This movie, this um, it wasn't empty, but it was, like, I don't know, like, maybe like 10 people in there.
2: Yeah, We but saw it with a pretty decent crowd. Uh-huh.
3: Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't too huge, but I was, I, I went by myself, so yes. I was just sitting in a seat alone, but yeah. it was, there was, like, no one in my row or anything, but, uh, yeah, there was, uh, there was some, like, genuinely good, sca- like, I was really unsettled during the, like, I was really creeped out by it, and mm. I think that dude does a good job with that, and, like, it was, <clears throat> there was a, uh, I guess they're jump scares, where there's, that, like, fly like,
0: you
3: know, right something- right. But they kind of come in a spot... They, they they came in spots where I wasn't expecting it. So I guess we, we're we already into spoilers, but we'll just go ahead and say spoilers,
2: I guess. Yeah. But uh, Yeah, we're past the general summary. Yeah. You know, jumping into, <laughs> yeah.
3: But there's that uh, scene where they're in the... Uh, the little girl's alone, and she's trying to watch TV, and the ghost keeps changing the channel, and she sees him in the reflection of the TV screen, and he's in the seat in the corner. Mm-hmm. And when it pans from the seat back to her, and you just see that old guy, he's like, my house! <laughs> Dude, I, I almost, like, peed my pants. I was, that scared the shit out of me. <laughs> I
2: That's one thing, I, I definitely, I mean, as far as tension goes, <laughs> and just being entertained by a horror movie, it, it definitely worked really well. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's no denying that, but when you, it's another one of those things where if you scrutinize it a little bit, mm-hmm. it's kind of hard to know for me as a viewer whether they did a clever job of misdirection or if it was just convoluted. Because, yeah. like, for the bulk of the movie, we think it's a haunting of, you know, the 70-some-odd-year-old man that died in the house and his soul doesn't want to leave mm-hmm. and he's lingering, you know, but it ends up he's actually trying to warn the family yeah. because there's a demon trying to take over the girl and he's yeah. a ghost in the house that's trying to, like, let them know, but the demon's using him, and it, it kind of got confusing to but me maybe like, what was really going on. I didn't really get it.
1: Maybe he was trying to scare them. Out of the house. Out of the house. That kind of makes sense. I, I thought guess,
2: like the. I, I thought they were saying that the
3: demon was like taking control of the ghost guy, like the, the old guy. And I like, thought kind so of too, but they, him, they you
2: know. waited so long to reveal that that yeah. I, I was kind of confused if yeah. that was the case or not. Because again, most of the movie, you think it's just his ghost screaming at yeah. them, you know? Like um, he was just like a meat old man, right? Move. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: I think it makes it made him scarier because he was because he was old. Because mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of movies. With ghosts, it seems like the ghost is not like an older person. It's just kind of like... Someone
2: that died violently or young. Yeah, or, like the yeah. woman
1: in black. It's like, you know, yeah. a young woman. And that's that's still scary. But there was something I think that made it scarier is that this is like an old guy. For some reason that made it I scarier for me. There's something
2: kind of melancholy about it too. Yeah. Like picturing this lonely old man dying in his house and not wanting yeah. to give up his chair and, yeah. you know, getting annoyed with like what the people are watching on TV. He wants to. Watch, he's a modern ghost which I thought was kind of cool too. Yeah. Usually a ghost is like from the 1800s or way back when. Yeah. But in the the context of this movie he, was, he died in their era. You know what I mean? He's a ghost yeah. of the 70s. Yeah. Just an old dude. Yeah. So that's kind of cool like to think that so so recently dead guy hanging out there and like like, he just wants to watch the news yeah he wants to watch (laughs) like uh, the queen and the parliament and all that stuff and the the kid wants to watch some shitty British sitcom and he's like ah, trying to change what did he keep
1: do y'all remember what the TV show kept going back to what he kept switching it to that's what it, was just like it never news. dawned on me that it was yeah. just the news
2: he wanted to watch like adult programming like uh, uh, you know like okay. the news it never, and that stuff.
1: never dawned on me that and he was like
2: yeah, she trying went, to
1: watch his program that's what I'm
2: saying that there's something that's like it's scary and creepy <laughs> but it's also there's a hint of sadness to that I think it's kind of yeah. smart like it's kind of sad thinking this guy just desperate to watch something decent yeah. you know yeah. as this girl's watching this terrible sitcom you know because uh, British sitcoms can be really rough especially that era <laughs> they're really bad so yeah. but unless you're talking uh, Monty Python. Oh, that's a sketch <laughs> comedy. Uh, just, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, but even true, him, yeah. he probably would have thought that was pretty shitty too. So. Yeah. <laughs> um.
3: But uh, yeah, it's um, the funny thing is. So I, before I saw this movie, I'd seen the trailer like a couple times. Mm. But then um, when I when I actually was watching in, in the theater, uh, it occurred to me that I had actually heard about this haunting before. Yeah. Um, but I didn't realize it until they showed the girls' room when they showed the bedroom. I was like, oh, my God, I've seen this before because they recreated that bedroom like to exactly, a T. Yeah. Like, it looks exactly like the bedroom that actually well, existed. In the
2: closing credits, too, they, they show yeah. the pictures of the original haunting or the events and yeah. juxtaposed with you know, images that they captured from the yeah. film. And it is kind of amazing exactly. how much detail yeah. was given to the production design and how the actors looked and everything because yeah. they're mirror images sometimes. They Except for the that. Warrens. Yeah, really. Like, they really, like, <laughs> the, flattered the hell yeah, out of the, the warrens. Yeah, the Warrens look like high school principals about ready to retire. And, like, the movie, they're strapping, you know, yeah, like, like, models, you know, yeah, like, like it, incredibly, right. like, beautiful and amazing. Amazing in you know. their early 40s tops, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, the Warrens look like they're on the edge of 70. Like, like the most beautiful ghost hunters yeah. ever. <laughs>
1: what I think, what top, what are we, what are we talking about?
3: The guns drink too
1: I think I think what's interesting about this movie is um how when the Warrens do show up Mm -hmm. like they have people there like the 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 lady that's there to debunk them Mm -hmm. yeah I think that's kind of interesting because it kind of like because people think the Warrens made all this stuff up anyway or embellished or whatever so I think it's interesting that they I don't do you know the original? Like, what it's based on? Was there really a, a lady yeah. there that was there the whole way, debunking them? Yeah, or do she
3: was they're... a real person. The funny thing is, the Warrens were there for like a day and mm-hmm. left.
2: Like, they weren't even like.
1: So then, everything after that initial day is all made but, up for them.
2: But <laughs> yeah, honestly, though, if you think about the movie, they weren't there that long in the in the movie timeline either. Well, in the movie, so they, it makes slept, it seem like... they
1: slept over. They did sleep there. We saw them sleeping there. And did did they leave like the next day to get back on the train? Um, and then did everything happened like over the course of like two days basically, basically? in the movie,
3: movie it felt longer but you're probably right but, like, I mean
2: I think technically they were like even though yeah a lot of the movie takes place yeah. in that little sliver like mm-hmm. I think in their reality it was only like a day and then they left had that yeah. premonition go back and save the because day because someone
1: exposed yeah. the girl they thought right. when she went in, into the kitchen and yeah. threw knives right. or whatever were they really like, they thought she faked it they really
3: Hollywooded the end of that right. movie up. Yeah. Well, they did that in the first movie, too. Like, a lot of that's, like, made up. But, like, in this movie, the... Because, uh, like I said, I... Well, I think I, had, like, started talking about it. I don't know if I, how far I got, but the... I had seen a documentary about this haunting, like, earlier this year. Mm-hmm. As I'm watching the movie, I'm like, I don't even remember them mentioning the Warrens in that documentary I saw. Because they were such a like minuscule part of the story like they just sort of like there was all this attention getting drawn to this thing as they were on the news and everything they just they left after a day and they were just there for one day and left and then uh but they didn't like stop the haunting or anything there was like a priest that came and did like a blessing thing and then they kind of slowed down after that but they said that it kept going Mm -hmm. after that but it was they would just hear like noises here and there
1: so was there really a man named bill wilkins
3: yeah And I heard the actual audio of the like I'm Bill Wilkins. I I, they played.
1: I think in a trailer, at least they got released online. so That's where I saw it. They played an actual recording. This part of the trailer. I don't remember if that if that was it. Her or maybe the thing they used in the movie was that the real one.
3: Well, I think they played some of that audio at the and during the credits of the movie.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm 72 years old. I come from to a my great job. And I have right near the church where Rina lives. And all my friends come from there as well. And we all like a game and go to the pub. And then we go we pick your house. Because I used to live here. And I will tell you some more. and if you don't tell anyone else. Except Mr. Mr. Roke and Mr. back I want you to tell me... ...whether you remember... ...what happened to you when you died. Just before you died and just after you died.
3: Like it's because <laughs> I thought a bit it was a, into this. Yeah, yeah yeah it's a good idea. I
1: thought it was really creepy in the movie. Um, stuff like with a lot of these movies, like the kids are kind of either they're really young, mm-hmm. so they don't really say much, and what they do say, it's you know what a young kid would say. Right. Yeah. And this girl is you know maybe I don't know what she's supposed to be, maybe like twelve.
2: Yeah, I'd put her around 11, 12. Yeah.
1: And um, when they tie her in that chair, and um, they tie her, they try to see if she's faking, basically. So mm-hmm. they Tell her to take some water and hold it in her mouth.
2: And this is everyone too, right? This is like the skeptics, Warren. Skeptics, yeah, parents. everyone's in the in everyone's the, right. in the room.
1: Yeah, and they give her a, some water to hold in her mouth, and and then talk at the same time. So if she's talking with her mouth full of water. Obviously, the, the voice is coming from somewhere, but she has them turn around anyway. But when she first starts talking, and she's like, "My name is Bill Wilkins," <laughs> that was really creepy because I yeah. feel like in these movies the kids don't get a lot a chance to really do something, and the girl that was in this movie, like, she's really, she was really good at it.
3: Yeah, like, so. I thought it was really well done. It's such an unsettling,
2: creepy. creepy movie. I, I loved
1: creepy. it. My name but. is Jill so, Wilkins. I'm 72 years old. Here,
2: here's a question for you guys. Um, and we'll kind of keep it in the body of The Conjuring 2, right? Mm-hmm. Um, do you guys believe in any of this stuff? Do you believe that they're... Shit. Yeah, <laughs> do you believe there's any such thing, any thing as like a ghost or poltergeist, demon possession. Do you guys think there's any sliver of a chance of that being a real phenomenon? Yes, yeah.
1: well, there's always a sliver. I mean, yeah. there's always a sliver of a chance for something, yeah. but I
2: believe it. Yeah,
1: I think you... if you're, if you believe in, I'm a Christian and I believe in God. So if I believe yeah. in God, then I do believe in evil, and I think that's true. And I just, I just, you know, just hearing things and from, from people that I know from friends telling me certain things Mm -hmm. like a friend of mine told me a story about how she um, moved into a house and she would always hear like a bell ringing because there used, the person who lived in the house before her had a dog that had a bell on it, but they didn't have any pets anymore, but she would always hear that ringing. Mm -hmm. So stuff like that. Um, My grandmother told me a story about how my granddad used to walk to the, walked through the woods to go to work and he was walking through the woods with his lunch pail and saw saw a ghost and like dropped his lunch pail and ran back home and mm. how her mother used to see ghosts, how she used to see the ghost of her father. Her father would come to her doorway anytime before she, right before she was about to be sick, she said her father would just come and stand in her doorway and he never did anything. He just stood there and I asked her, I was like, were you awake when you did this? Was it a dream? And she would say, no, she was awake. So I personally do believe it. I don't believe all the things they put in Hollywood movies. Right, yeah. But I do for sure believe that someone can... Well, I mean, be, I, I think
2: digging this a little deeper, do you believe anything the Warrens have documented? Do you think there's any truth to it? I guess I don't
1: know that much about what they documented because yeah. what I know of them is from Hollywood movies. Right. Yeah. So watching Conjuring 2 made me want to go and maybe search out some books in the matter.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But even that has to have like an asterisk by it because I just feel like everything you... You see about that. You see so many like ghost hunting shows on TV, and it's mm-hmm. just hard to know like what's well, real. Yeah. The other thing
2: it's I think worth noting: The Conjuring Two opens with them investigating Amityville, yeah. right? Which I had forgotten that they were involved in Amityville at all. Which is probably yeah. the most famous like modern ghost story, wow. right? Like mm-hmm. a lot of movies made about it, and, mm-hmm. but they're the ones that kind of brought brought it to prominence and huh. made it such a big you know phenomenon or whatever. Yeah. Um, and why they haven't touched that I don't really I guess cuz it's just so big and covered so many places that it'd be yeah, weird they've already done to like it to insert death. them into that story at this point yeah. um, but uh what about you Jeff do you, do you believe paranormal stuff or ghosts There's going like... to
3: be something to it like I feel like uh we maybe don't know like exactly what the explanation is for everything mm-hmm. but there's definitely something there's got to be something to it you know like yeah. uh but as far as the Warrens go, especially with the uh, Amityville horror stuff, um I when that remake came out with Ryan Reynolds yeah. years ago, like I had never seen the original movie before or anything, and I was like, Oh, they're coming out with a remake. I should watch the original. Yeah, watch the original, well. yeah. Mm-hmm. Watch the original,
2: like looked online, like did all this research oh, and everything. <laughs> and like I was like, Josh Brolin walking... Or, was it John? Uh, What's his name? James, James Brolin? James Brolin, yeah. James, James Brolin, Brolin, Brolin walking around his tidy whities for, like... His yeah, mm-hmm. big, <laughs> huge hair and his big beard. But through. what did you
1: say which which was rough? The original?
2: The original is what yeah, I... Yeah, because it's not it even, like, pretty, certified
1: pretty, fresh and rotten tomatoes, it's pretty I thought. Rough and I thought it was, like... It's kind of
2: boring classic. and oddly paced.
3: And, it's, yeah. I guess it is a classic still. Yeah. yeah. It's still kind of creepy, too, right. though, like... But, uh... Yeah. Um... But I kind of got into that for a while there, and then like I started looking into what you know the, what really happened with um, uh, what's his name? Uh, hang on a second. Butch DeFeo. Or his 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 nickname was Butch, but his real name was uh, Ronnie DeFeo Jr. Mm-hmm. He you know he came home one night, took a shotgun out, killed his whole family, and then uh, like the story goes that he tried to claim that it was demons or ghosts that. Uh, possessed him to do this thing when was this what's that when was this what era was this it was like in the late 70s yeah um is this no story? actually maybe it was early 70s well this is the amityville horror no, this is what yeah. Happened. Yeah. so like oh okay so like he came home and he like <laughs> <laughs> yeah wow okay like you yeah. know how the conjuring two opens she like walks yeah, it she's, yeah. yeah, yeah. well um i've noticed that in this no. movie yeah. and in the the remake they make Ronnie seemed like he was, like, some sympathetic character. He was like, I don't know what I'm doing. They're making me do this. I don't want to kill my... But uh, the truth of the matter is the guy was, like, a huge asshole who was a heroin addict. And he, like, when when he ended up murdering his whole family, like, they talked to people in town and stuff. They're like, yeah, we just kind of figured it was a matter of time before he did something like this. Like, his... Whenever he would have his friends over and stuff, like, he had this, I saw an interview with, like, his best friend, and he was like, yeah, every time I went over to their house, like, they were always yelling and fighting with each mm-hmm. other, and, like, I guess his dad had, or he claimed that his dad had ties to the mafia, so that, and the thing about, like, his excuse of, like, oh, I was possessed by a demon, that was, like, his fourth or fifth explanation as to why he did it, because mm-hmm. at first he tried to say, like, oh, no, my sister did it, and he's like, well, uh, my sister did it and then I killed her because she was going to kill me. And then he finally just said, like, well, uh, like we did it together and then she tried to, you know, turn on me. So I killed her and then he was like, well, okay, a demon possessed me. Oh, hey, no. But what about? And like, he, he came with all these excuses, yeah. but the, the one where he's saying that he was like possessed or whatever, that was the one that uh, they kind of latched on to when the other family moved in like a year later. And anyway, I'm going off on a long tangent. <laughs> I'm really sorry. And well, you're saying that
2: it doesn't hold very much water. I mean, like when right. you, yeah, yeah. But I,
1: have, okay.
2: but I don't know. There could be something to it. I don't know. Mm. <laughs>
1: well, what do you think? I, I, I was just question.
2: gonna say, like, uh, th- that's one thing I think I, I bring a lot of baggage to a movie like this mm-hmm. when it says it's based on a true story. Yeah. And to me, it's like it's almost like watching a biopic where you have to kind of go, okay. Like, the Warrens are kind of, or at least one of the Warrens is still alive and still kind of somewhat involved in this. And they're making it, they're painting it in a very sympathetic light. So, obviously, it's skewed a certain direction. And it's kind of unfair because it it works as just, like, a fun horror movie. But when I start to think of it as, like, a real thing that happened and the fact that the Warrens probably are, at the very, very, very least, exaggerating a shitload. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Maybe outright lying about stuff like do they have a responsibility as filmmakers to maybe show the real thing at all i mean like when you're talking about the amityville horror right and you're giving us all these facts and how it's probably a lot of it's bullshit you know what i mean like they open this movie with the amityville horror and make it seem like it's a demon possession and you know the warrens were like seeing it you Mm -hmm. know psychically and all this stuff you know like to me that that Builds a wall where I can't yeah. really enjoy it the same way. You know what I mean? Like, like they're showing these characters and stuff. Like, so much of the movie is about their love for each other and how mm-hmm. she wants to protect Ed, and yeah. and it just reeks of it's false to me. Like, yeah, I don't think they were going Hollywood, through that at all. Yeah. Maybe, like maybe when they should, did that, you know.
1: Maybe you should like go into it as a this is just a, a fake. Movie. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, they're not selling it as like a true story. They're yeah, like, yeah It's supposed to be yeah. more. Yeah. Yeah. So
2: well, they do say it's based on a true story a lot. But everyone, that's
1: that's become a thing. That's true. I don't don't understand because when you see that, like it doesn't hold the weight that it used to when it was actually true and based on a true story. Now every everything it's a chainsaw based on a true story. Right when that's
2: that's really a stretch. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah.
1: that's true.
3: Because I think like when they say based on a true story, they're like. We heard this true story, we're kind of basing on that, but we're right. really going to make our own story. What they
1: should say is, isn't, isn't, because there's a difference between based on a true story and based on events, Or right?
2: inspired by. Inspired. Better, I feel like working, in the olden yeah. days,
1: when yeah. Yeah. movies were like a text, you know, well, I guess text exchange sometimes, would be in the olden days. <laughs> but when a, when a movie wasn't actually based on something, they would use that whole inspired by. And now yeah, yeah. I feel like that's just been 100% dropped. Now it's just based on a true story.
3: Yeah. Um technically it is based on a true story
2: but Yeah it's real people and It's yeah, just not like
1: consistent with <laughs>
2: Yeah. I feel but, like Oh sorry go ahead.
1: Well my question going back to like if it's real or not like if If you know you know more about the the Bill Wilkins story I guess. So if this if this girl when she's possessed she's talking like this guy and she says my name is Bill Wilkins when I was born in 1972, and she knows all these facts about him, mm-hmm. was he, he was a real person? Yeah. So like, how does, how would she have known that? Like, what's pe- I saw a trivia thing on here yeah. that said the girl was a really good ventriloquist, but did she like, go to like, a library and research yeah. this guy?
0: It's pretty not if She did. So yeah, I feel like I if Very that's good. true, yeah.
1: then that's creepy that you would know yeah. Yeah. this much. And this and isn't the like, she... I've heard stories about little people, uh-huh. like little kids, saying weird, creepy things about previous lives that's yeah. creepy but this isn't a little kid this is like a 12 year old 11 year old child so
3: yeah I mean it's it would be a stretch for a 12 year old to go do that much research and like 70s. Yeah, yeah and
1: she could and like if
3: you heard the real recordings I mean she sounded like that she made that like old man voice it does not sound oh. like a little girl talking so but think of all the elaborate jokes you would play as a kid yeah. but it's, like but prank but calling saxophone. and yeah, yeah. And also, I've seen, I've, re- I've read online and seen in documentaries and stuff that they would act like the girls would actually, they admit to, yeah, we faked some of that stuff just to mm-hmm. see if the ghost hunter people would pick up on we were if we were faking or not.
1: Mm-hmm. And, and the re- were,
3: you know, they said that every time that they would fake something, the ghost hunter people caught it, so.
1: And the recording, like, did she give more information, like, my name is Bill, and 72, my wife's name is so-and-so, blah, blah, blah. Did she it's, give all? It's
3: pretty much like how it was in the movie, um, at least from my memory, I'm I, I'm not an expert on it necessarily. I just kind of I saw this one thing online. Like, yeah. you found out, you fell
2: down like a little research hole one evening type of yeah. Thing. It was yeah. one of those
3: things where like I was listening to this guy's YouTube channel, Lazy Masquerade. <laughs> just a little plug. No, anyway, uh, but I was listening to it and then like it automatically started playing this thing and I was just listening to it and I would kind of I I, I listen to stuff from YouTube while I'm working and so. I would open the browser every few minutes and kind of look and see what they were talking about like when they showed the pictures. Mm. And uh, like if you saw the pictures, it looks like they're just jumping off their bed. you know? It doesn't yeah, look right. like they're levitating. But that,
1: those are at the end yeah, of the
3: movie. movie yeah, the yeah. Um, um, but I think it's... Uh, they definitely changed up the story to make it more interesting as a movie, which as entertainment goes, I'm fine with. I, like, it, was, right. it, was a, it turned out to be a great movie to me.
1: Do you know if people that lived in a house after those people notice anything?
3: Yeah, I read something online where they, uh, the f- there's a family that moved in after them and they kept hearing noises and they kind of got freaked out and moved like kind of shortly after they moved in. But,
0: uh,
1: I don't know. See? Like, yeah, see, there's... And this wasn't like a family that, if that's all it was, they yeah. weren't just like, yeah. Hey, I,
0: mean, I think
3: there's something to it. I don't think, mm-hmm. I mean, it was just like some poor lady and her kids living in this house mm-hmm. and out there looking for national attention. Let's talk about paper. one thing about
2: this lady, by the way, in the movie anyway. Mm-hmm. Like this mom, you know, who seems like a pretty intelligent lady. She doesn't seem this like dumb or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Like, why did she let her basement flood that bad? I know, right? The it basically like, was like, like it cool a of, <laughs> Ed had to have been like, what the fuck is going on with this? <laughs> ha- you nah, know what she, I mean? Like, she, she didn't have any money though. But all, he, all she had like, to do was turn off the, yeah. the it, water. Like, like go water. to your neighbor and be like, hey, uh, Oh, no, you your saying. basement's
3: I leaking water. Saying. Can you come over and look at this for a second? Yeah, see yeah, what you're saying. Like, like it, it wasn't <laughs> her
1: child <laughs> is possessed. Okay,
2: she's using all of her mental <laughs> abilities but, there. I guess. That is, <laughs> that okay. is
3: a funny point though, because in the movie where she goes to do the the laundry, like the thing starts so spewing out water, it's like. Fuck this one out here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like leave and I mean, never goes back downstairs. Maybe, <laughs> maybe that was
2: supposed to be a comedic beat where like Patrick Wilson's character is like, "Oh, I'll take a look at it, sure." And then he opens up the basement and it's like <laughs> literally flooded, waste. Well, it is, like, also I mean, it also yeah, obviously okay, set like, the
1: scene for a scary right. moment. Sure, mm-hmm.
2: yeah, so, yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that is pretty. That is a funny thing, which I
1: guess never happened in real life. <laughs> I mean, it's just kind
2: of it's a little hard to believe that someone would let their basement. Get I have that to say the best even
1: the best to me the best thing about this movie was like the nun. Like yeah, and I think and I think whatever, the nun yeah. is supposed to have her or his um, own movie.
3: Oh really? So this, off this, yeah, because okay.
1: I mean we need to know. But then, is right. it just a demon dressed as a nun? Is it a nun that's? I don't know.
2: Yeah, that's true. And that was we don't so, know anything about
1: it. It's I mean, just you cannot like, introduce a character like that and not. have more because that was a really creepy character yeah
2: we live in this world where uh, everything's a franchise everything's like a continuation whatever so like in a typical movie like say if this was released 20 years ago they would have had to establish what the hell Balik was or Balik I don't know how you say the name Balik like what this nun was, like all the questions you had would have been addressed in the actual body of the movie. But now that we're a franchise culture, like with the movies, it's like, okay, we're gonna have a spinoff movie and a sequel that that gives you all those details, you know, save it. So for me, again, being the asshole that I am, like I, I watch it and I'm like, seriously, they're just not gonna, this demon just randomly is stalking this family and, you know, has it out for Ed for no reason whatsoever. Like it doesn't give us any context yeah. for that. Like why did why was it at the Amityville haunting and yeah. followed them to the UK and like it doesn't make any sense to me. You know? Is it like, like
1: the demon among demons? Is it the first demon? Like
2: like it's basically Satan type of situation. Maybe yeah, but and it doesn't like the Morans for some reason. Like they investigate like in like ghosts.
1: It definitely in has in to be
2: yeah.
1: in like recent history of horror movies, probably the most significant character in terms of like its looks. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I can't think of the last horror movie I can think of that gave us a character that has like a significant look is I guess um, Saw, right?
3: Yeah. yeah. So yeah. now The
1: Conjuring. Because as soon true. as you saw that everyone's, you know, you're like, one, everyone thinks it's Marilyn Manson. Yeah. Two, I think they need to pay Marilyn Manson. And three, <laughs> yeah, he's like, they're ripping yeah. easily just been in this movie. And yeah, three, yeah. you go like, oh, what? Yeah. When you see that, you're like, to me, it immediately stopped me because that's creepy. Yeah. It's so creepy. And I feel like we haven't really had anything that creepy yeah. in a long time. That's a cool point. Even Saw like, is not creepy. It's cool. It's a cool design. Yeah. But this is creepy. Every
2: decade has its monsters, right? Like going back, I mean, Jigsaw for the aughts, uh Ghostface for the 90s. Yeah. Hmm. Got Freddy for Freddy and Jason for the 80s. Um, Candyman the 90s. Sure, and then uh, Leatherface for the 70s, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Psycho, we have for the 60s. You know, which is not really an iconic look, but still, then the classic monsters, you know. So so if yeah. this takes
1: off. This could potentially become be
2: that thing, be yeah. a thing. It'd be kind of unique because it would be the second part of a different series. It Spins off into its own. Yeah,
3: seems kind of like taking on a life of its own now. because they like the Conjuring? They spun that off and did Annabelle. Yeah, and now with this, they could spin it off. Have and you new. seen Even Annabelle? None. No, I heard it's not that good though. Me either, but I want to see
1: it because I I think it's one I, that way. I'll be all caught up, and yeah. I like how she appeared in the
2: yeah the it's Conjuring. Kind
1: of cool. It's kind of cool, like.
2: Yeah. You know, what it reminds me of, though, is, you know, we talk a lot about shared universes. Mm -hmm. It's kind of using that template a little bit. It's kind of like Marvel, you know, has all these interlocking parts. Like, they're going to do that with a horror universe almost and scan
1: it out. It's kind of cool. And for me, there's I haven't really, in terms of horror movies, seen them, like, in succession Mm -hmm. to be a part of it as they, you know, as they come out. Like, Friday the 13th, I kind of seen them all in pieces. Not in pieces, but... Seen one here, and then five, and then two. You get to be on so, the ground floor. Yeah, you get to one. be yeah. so. Freddy Nightmare on Elm Street for the most part, ground floor, mm-hmm. and Scream obviously ground floor, and now this one. Yeah. So okay. in 34 years, it's only three. Yeah. So it's kind of.
3: Yeah. I've it kind of it. reminds so me of, kind of like of a, a TV series in a way of like. The first episode or the first uh, movie was almost like the first season of a TV series, and the second. Ep- Movie was like a second season, yeah. Because it is it is very similar. Like, oh, there's a haunting. Let's call the Warrens. You know, right, <laughs> and they right, come right. out and like they bust the ghost. Yeah, you know? but <laughs> uh, cool. I like it though. I think it's it's a cool template that they've set up, and it's yes. uh, they make for entertaining movies. Yeah. I think. But,
2: um.
1: And it gives another thing for people to cosplay.
2: Exactly. Yeah, it's definitely gonna be a big Halloween <laughs> costume <to be> <laughs> this year. Um, we should uh, the three of us. Should go as the Warrens <laughs> and Balak. We could just kind of pick who wants to dress up as what, you know, and you know. And I'm gonna it. be Lorraine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you're you Ed, and I'm Balak, <laughs> and we <Joe. laughs> and we are the
3: Conjuring.
2: <laughs> um, so what about recommendations? Did you guys? Uh, you know, I mean, I realize when this comes out, it'll probably be out of theaters, but just yeah. for reference. <laughs> People can rent it. I, no, yeah. we always give it a, a rating, don't we?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I think, yeah, we give yeah, it like
3: yeah. a letter grade. Yeah, letter we haven't done it so a while.
1: Let <laughs> me mention some interesting trivia oh, yeah, yeah, that anyone yeah. could see. Let's they probably up, already I'm have sure. if you've gone to IMDb. We've
3: got one other thing oh, after yeah. you are done though.
1: A couple interesting tidbits. It <laughs> says, on the first day of shooting, a priest was brought in to bless the set. And I, that's probably, I wonder if that's because of The Exorcist. Because so many things went wrong on the Mm. set of The Exorcist, that maybe they're like, just in case, Mm. let's bless the set. Um, It had the biggest opening weekend gross for a horror film in three years, and the previous one was A Conjuring. So Mm. it's kind of like this is like you know the next big horror movie franchise potentially. Um, Most of them aren't that interesting. That might have been the most interesting one. The most, the two most interesting ones.
3: Well, I have a little tidbit. Uh, yeah, I, I noticed one thing in the movie, the um you know in the beginning when they're doing the Amityville thing and they see that little boy and his eyes are like whited out and he she like follows him downstairs into the basement and where she sees like the rest of the family and they're like
0: mm. Excuse me. Um uh,
3: in all my research I did about the Amityville haunting, uh Apparently, like, right after the murders, um, the police went in there and they were taking photos of the house to, you know, like, you know, police officers do when they're investigating this stuff. Uh, but they were taking pictures of the house and there was one photo of, in the doorway, you could see this little boy with his head poked out and his eyes are whited out like that. Mm. And, uh, it looks, and apparently there was nobody in the house when they were taking these photos, especially not a little boy. And, uh, the little boy in the picture looks just like one of the kids that was murdered. By, mm-hmm. it looks like one of Ronnie's little brothers, and uh, so that—that's. I thought that was like a cool thing um, to put into the movie, like as a reference. Um, so I was like, wow. oh well, that looks just like. Did it. anyone like,
1: like talk to the kid, or did no? They didn't disappear? see him until they
3: looked. They developed the photos later, and they were like, did and you see the no kid? No one
1: knows who man? this kid yeah. is. See yeah. yeah. when you see things if, like yeah. that,
3: and they show the picture of the kid nice. next to like the you know one of the DeFeo boys oh, that was killed.
1: And he was like, "We're down here." It's like, my brother shot me. You know. Oh my gosh! Oh, yeah. uh,
3: super creepy. This
1: <laughs> this thing says some have claimed that the real Janet—that's the girl—is a gifted ventriloquist or the power to manipulate voices. And it says she revealed that around two percent of the haunting was phony. Yes. So mm-hmm. that's a pretty small percent. And mm-hmm. who's, you know that makes to me that makes sense that she would be these events would be true. And once she gets all the attention, of course she might embellish a little right. more attention, yeah. you know? But that doesn't mean the initial wasn't true. Hmm. I'm going to look this up. I want to see yeah. who Bill Wilkins is. And I want to listen to the recording.
3: Yeah, I'll throw the, the recordings in on and the final thing. Uh, I found this article. Uh, it's called... It's on a website called historyversushollywood.com. Uh, let's see. It's going, like, uh, the real story versus, you know, the, the movie story. Uh, uh, what caused the Enfield poltergeist events to quiet down? Uh, the real Janet Hodgson believes that it was the priest's 1978 visit to the family's Enfield home in North London that caused the haunting to calm down, not the Warrens. Hmm. Though the occurrences did not end completely... Peggy still heard noises in the house from time to time and Janet's younger brother Billy who lived there until his mother passed away yes. remarked that you always felt like you were being watched.
1: No, is it true that the mother passed away in the same chair? Uh, Just like Bill Wilkins? That I'm not totally they sure. Add, they put that in the movie Probably, at the end so I don't think yeah. why they would make that up. Yeah. So that's
3: that's More than spooky. coincidence. Why would
1: they keep the chair? I would have got rid of the chair. I know, right? When
3: they were like, oh, the the, the furniture just came with the house, I would have been like, well, If that's the chair's the first not problem. there, maybe
1: the old man will be like, well, I have no place to yeah. watch my TV, so I'll just leave.
3: That was like, well, first thing we're going to do, <laughs> we're going to throw that chair away. <laughs> like, right, right out of the gate. Um, let's see. There was another one I was going to read to you. Um, oh, did you ask about this earlier. It says, uh, do any of the families who've lived in the house since uh, since believe that it's haunted after the real Peggy Hodgson passed away? Claire Bennett and her four sons moved into the Enfield home, like Janet's younger brother Billy. Claire claimed that she always felt as if someone was watching her during the night. Her children would get woken up by voices coming from downstairs uh, She then learned that the infilled poltergeist she then learned about the Enfield poltergeist. That it supposedly haunted the home. The final straw. Well, real
1: estate agent did not do <laughs> exactly. their job. Exactly, you're supposed to let people know. None it, of the neighbors but... were like,
0: "Come here." Uh,
3: you know to... this was on the news, right? <laughs> uh, the final straw came when her son Shaka, fifteen, woke up and saw a man enter his room. Mm. They moved out the next day after <laughs> being in the house for only two months.
1: Um. Yeah. How. Could you not believe after hearing all of that? I still believe,
0: <laughs>
2: still believe. <laughs> 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 so, all right, it's final final verdicts, final ratings, and would you see it in the theater or how would you suggest uh, someone go out and take it in? Kia, you want? I would give it
1: a. Um, I'm gonna say a B plus, and that's only because I thought some of this it was a little sappy in places.
0: Yeah. Like yeah. their
1: relationship with the little girl, like how at the end he's like, "This cross protected me; it'll protect you too." Yeah, and not, not like, faith, yeah. but a token. Of yeah, and that was when I like, left the movie. Yeah. I told Craig, I was like, my, "I had a problem with that because it's just it's just a necklace. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. it doesn't mean anything." But um, um, and definitely see it in the movie, just because most horror movies are good in the movies. Yeah, and um, I mean, you got to see the nun, and yeah. all of its glory, so in the movies. Um, yeah. Or at home with the lights out
2: I'd give it a C plus um, mm. I think I might give it a higher rating If not for the uh, If not for the uh
1: a damn flooded basement No the flooded basement I mean <laughs> whatever
2: But the, the musical sequence In the middle oh, of the movie
1: yeah. <laughs> the no! montage. When he's, he's now singing you know. Elvis songs yeah, no, listen, like, listen. That, that was the moment seriously. where everyone was like Oh my god little Patrick little Wilson levity. can sing yeah. I liked it I thought it was cool.
2: That didn't really bother me that much. Oh. Little... C minus now. Cause you guys know you have C minus. Um, I think that you'd be totally fine watching this at home when it comes on Netflix. Okay. You know.
1: Not even not even renting it.
2: No. I, I think know. you're okay. Uh, it, I mean, maybe try to see it with some friends or something so you can kinda like, you know, yeah. like riff on it a little bit, you know. But
1: I gotta say though, after you saw the movies we came back, I, I was scared. With The Dark House. Like, I need to watch something or read something. (laughs) And a lot of horror movies don't really leave me feeling that way. so
3: I give it an A.
1: Really? Yeah, Yeah. like,
3: I uh, thought it was super entertaining. It was, I feel like it was as good as the first one. Like, I didn't feel like it was any better or worse Mm -hmm. than the first movie. I think I
1: liked it better than the first. Because I feel like I was a little underwhelmed by the first one. Mm -hmm. Because I think it was kind of not unexpected. I feel like, we'll no, I was like, I've seen numbers. this before. Yeah. But this one, with the girl talking and everything, I thought yeah. that was... So I, I think I would put it above Conjuring.
2: Um, above. Yeah, so gosh, that's, this one our most decisive one, probably.
3: Yeah, we all got different... Yeah, I get yeah. a C-, minus. you get a, a B plus. and you get an A. Yeah, I like um, it a lot. Like, I was yeah. okay. I was very entertained, and I was... There were some moments that genuinely, like, scare me. Yeah. It was, I was creeped out during most of it, where I was sort of like, feeling uncomfortable in a good way I guess like for you know for a horror movie you want to yeah. feel like well a little and, cool.
2: and I will say in all fairness I'm maybe being a little hard on it because I would totally see a sequel like if they make another yeah. one like yeah. I would see a conjuring 3 set in the 1980s you know what I yeah. mean like
1: uh, I mean I think this is a movie series unless they go some 100% off the rails and just do something totally ridiculous I feel yeah. like I will see whatever movie they come out with. yeah um, Kia,
2: didn't you have a soundtrack idea? If it was the next one, the next Conjuring, they said the Conjuring Part 3 is going to be set in the 1980s. Mm-hmm. And they might need some original music. Um, mm. My friend Kia, she has a little tune. Friend? my <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>, good pal. <gasps> pal?
3: <laughs> this is the final episode. I like, to,
1: <laughs> I like to make up songs, and I made up a song. That would be perfect on a 1985 Madonna's CD. And if The Conjuring 3 takes place in the 80s, this would be on the soundtrack.
0: Ready. Oh no! Ready,
1: America. Here we go. I, can't, I said I wouldn't get through it. You can cut this. Go for it. do. You want to show me off to all of your friends. This is not the beginning. This is the end. Of your life, because I'm taking over. There you go, there you
3: go. Very nice, very nice. 80s material girl. And the listeners are missing out on the dance moves.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was thinking, that's what I told her the other night when I was at work. I was thinking about this stupid <laughs> song. It was like, in my head, and I was like, "It's so important." Her movements to you so you like, only me that, up yeah, of your <laughs> like all this stuff. Because yeah. that's what when I was thinking of it in my head, like I was kind of like pantomiming it almost. You know, I was, like, oh shit,
0: like.
3: Woo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Jeff, I'm Kia, I'm Craig, and, and we just reviewed The, the country
0: 2! Wise <laughs> men <laughs> say, only fools rush in. Thank you. <laughs> hey, don't laugh. <laughs> falling in love with
2: you like a welcome storm. to Craig's creepy corner Woo-hoo. oh nice I, I had a question for you guys so you know we we've spent a year plus talking about horror movies with each other the, the three of us yeah. and uh i was wondering uh what you would like to see in the future of horror film? Like, what kind of trends would you like to see uh, people, filmmakers, pick up with? Or what What have you missed in the latest offerings that you just really wish was, was present? I got a good that one. That sort of thing. Two words. 3D. <laughs> no, am kidding. <laughs> Actually, that would be fun. That would be cool. Some more horror movies yeah. in, in, like, legit 3D. Not yeah. Yeah. Just we, like, um, the Jason 3D yeah.
1: movie was on TV the other day. Yeah. Obviously... We don't have a 3D TV or whatever. Right. But you could tell what they are trying to make 3D. Mm-hmm. And that looks like what movies that are doing 3D want to do.
2: Because mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. movies that
1: I have seen in 3D, it's like you barely notice anything happening. Right.
2: We, we caught it, like, you know, obviously heavily edited on a random channel, uh, Friday 13th, part three. And it kind of captured our imagination for a good 30 yeah. minutes when we were picking out moments that were like, oh, that was 3D when he's you know, pointing a pencil directly into yeah. the screen, or, like, you know, someone's pointing at something. and yeah. It's kind of, like, that's cheesy fun. Yeah. Like, it, with the right horror movie, that would be a lot of fun in a modern...
1: Yeah. I wonder if go. movies today that claim to be 3D, if they actually have parts of the movie that they're, like, this needs to be 3D, this needs to be 3D, or if there's just, like, a button you can push in 3D. I think, that's,
2: I think it's 3D mm-hmm. conversion for most of yeah, them. Yeah, that's I think just not... Avatar the is thing. the last movie that... Which... Ironically, kicked off the 3D craze that yeah. we're still kind of going through a little bit. It's like the the only movie I can think of that was legit made. Like James Cameron really wanted it to be 3D, and he made elements that would. That's why it are so mean, good. I mean, if 3D. you watch a 3D <laughs> movie
1: and you don't jump back, then yeah, y- right. you didn't get the whole point of the. 3D.
2: You should not get used to it after the first like three minutes. You should be which jumping back and be like, "Whoa!" Yeah, yeah, yeah. The,
3: the, uh, I think with like that. the, I think it's going in that direction with like the Oculus Rift. Stuff and you know the virtual mm. the, the reality stuff that they're coming up with uh, mm. I feel like that's wow, gonna be intense. a that'd big be cool. deal. Yeah,
1: like, Hopefully. Yeah. Cause I'm sure a lot of younger people today see 3d and they don't really yeah. really get how cool 3d could be because when, when yeah. you were younger when we were younger 3d was like an event yeah, And now it's just like every other movie. And it was just like
2: the red and blue glasses. Yeah, yeah. You know, ironically, uh, in the early 80s, there was a big revival of 3D. And I remember seeing Amityville Part 3 in 3D. Really? Yeah, because it terrified the shit out I of me. Mean. Like, I remember, like, I was way too young to have seen it, but I guess my dad thought, hey, it's 3D, it'll be fun, you know what I mean? Yeah. But there was, like, certain sequences where I was just like
1: what's happening? Yeah, uh, that like, I was a little guy. Yeah. I mean, this is a movie, right? This is just like at Epcot, but the, uh, Michael Jackson. Yeah. Uh, yeah was uh, it Captain, e? E? Captain, Captain EO. Captain EO. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: That was badass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was also, um, in one of the theme parks Epcot. at Disneyland, there was also a world, there was also, um, a, uh, Alfred Hitchcock thing where at the end of it, it was like the birds came out oh, so okay. and started, you, and like, it made it look like they were pecking, the birds were pecking on, uh, heads of people in front of you. Where I blew my mind when I was a little kid. I was like, "This looks real. It looks awesome." Like these <laughs> That's birds, But what, what, like, the screen looks ripped 3D. open, and all these birds came out, and the sound was all over, and you saw them pecking on people. I in wonder if I saw yeah. that, that one. Was, yeah, yeah. you should kids. feel like
1: you sh- can reach out yeah, and yeah. touch it. Yeah, yeah. And I, mean, I don't feel. What's the last thing we saw in three D? It was um.
2: Um, we saw something IMAX three D very recently. Yeah. X Men. Who X Men? Was that what you said? Was
1: it, X-Men? it might have been. I feel like it
2: was with Jonathan.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. When in the world did we see with Jonathan? Oh well, anyway.
2: The new <laughs>
3: uh the new Star Wars ride at Disneyland and Disney World yeah. is in three D and it's pretty freaking sweet. Wow. Have you done it? Oh yeah. Oh I didn't yeah, know that. I know cool. that there's
2: a different storyline every time you get on it, too. Yeah, there's people like every time. Yeah, they kinda
3: hmm. they pick like two different planets or whatever mm-hmm. that you can go to yeah. and uh it's just random. it's amazing. Yeah, it's really. Yeah, cool. I mean, it's
2: so cool that you could get on it. Like as a kid, especially yeah. ride it like ten times, and it could potentially be different every yeah. time. Yeah, it's cool. It's really cool because at one point, Darth
3: Vader like grabs your the little shuttle that you're in, and it feels like he's holding the thing the first, by the force, yeah. he's just like, "You're not going anywhere." It's like, yeah. and it's it's so cool. But then the That's one weird. that I did, I think we went we went to like Hoth. I forget where else we went, but it was it was pretty cool. But it was made for three D, so it wasn't as. It wasn't that retro fitting the mm-hmm. 3D into something that was 2D. Well, it was done really
2: well. You kind of, I mean, you kind of jokingly said 3D. Is there something yeah. else you would like to see in horror movies and stuff um, going forward, or, or something you want to see brought back? Or, nothing
3: I can think of. Now that we've just seriously talked about 3D, now I'm kind of like, yeah, 3D. Let's would do cool. it. <laughs> yeah,
2: it's a good point. Yeah. All right, what about you? For me, it's uh, like. I'm kind of getting a little bored with uh, Haunted House and Demon Possession movies. Yeah. I feel like we've just done it to death and mm-hmm. it needs to be retired for a little while. And i like to see just like balls to the wall yeah. monster movies. Like yeah. where it's a scary monster and it's it's a big budget and they're fucking shit up. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like they are scary and like cannot be dominated by the people involved. Like people just have to run from it type yeah. of situation. Like I just feel like, you know what Keo was talking about with Iconic you know, like, horror figures like Jigsaw and, you know, all these characters, uh, we haven't had a monster that's been iconic in a yeah. really long time. You know what I mean? Like uh, That's true. And as excited as I am about the reboots of the Universal Monsters, mm-hmm. um, I do think it's a shame that they're probably going to make it more action. Like, yeah. Tom Cruise in a Mummy movie, that's probably going to be, like, a fun action movie. Yeah. Because um, they could potentially make some really cool monster horror movies out of those classic monsters. Like, yeah. retrofit them and Like a werewolf movie done the right way, it could be really scary, like in a cool monster type of vibe, you know. Um, So I kind of miss that a little bit. I know people probably would think it's cheesy, but for like a
3: Frankenstein's monster, I would love to see the green skin flat top back. Because sure. I feel like every time they try to do Frankenstein in recent years, they're just like, we gotta make this realistic and gritty and scary and yeah, it's story just like, kind of...
2: Yeah, yeah. And it's just
3: like, he just sort of looks like, or like a Aaron dude who's been Eckhart beat up really just, bad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Like Aaron Arkham, just like some super stud with a few
2: scars. Right.
1: No woman wants me.
2: I mean, yeah, Universal, <laughs> yeah. They, own the, yeah, right. <laughs> they, they own. Yeah, right. They own the. Uh, they own that look <laughs> that, that they trademarked it where no one else can use it. So yeah. why wouldn't they try to yeah. make a modern update of the flat top, you know? I mean, I guess Ben Helsing technically did it yeah. several years ago, mm-hmm. about 12 years ago. Um, but that was, again, that was an action silly movie. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't
3: know. I feel like they could, uh, I don't know. So like, I just love the look of Frankenstein's monster so much. Yeah, That's why I have, like kind of obs- not obsessed but you
2: know well He's I'm, I'm the same way with uh, Gilman Creature <laughs> yeah, from yeah, Black yeah. Lagoon because uh, like like I'd love to see a remake a reboot of Creature the Black Lagoon series yeah. I mean mm-hmm. why not that'd be fun and they haven't done it yet mm-hmm. um, whereas all the other classic monsters have had reinterpretations over and over and over again yeah. by different studios or whatever um, but the thing is is like I don't even think they have to update the creature that much I yeah. think they could really just kind of you know modify it a little bit mm-hmm. but I mean, it's so beautiful as it yeah, is. Yeah, it know. already looks great. Yeah, Cool, what about you, Kia? What would you like to see kind of in your next wave of horror movies going forward?
1: Um, I think I would like to see in, in horror movies, in movies in general, more people that look like me, a black female. Beautiful
2: women. Or black
1: people in general. <laughs> yeah. His, uh, minorities, I don't feel like they're really exposed that much in movies, unless it's like a remake of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre or something where it's just a bunch of teenagers being stupid and all, it's always like a black guy with all of his <laughs> with all of his friends and um, <laughs> <laughs> and um, so yeah, I think you know, because when I was growing up, there was like a you know, a predominantly black mo- horror movie called Death by Temptation with like kadim Hardison that was a Dwayne From um, was in it, and I remember being really scared. I think if I watched it as a kid, that might, or as an adult, maybe it might be cheesy. But everything from the '80s is cheesy when you watch it as an adult. But um, I know um, was it Spike Lee that that did in *The Sweet Blood of Jesus*? Is that a Spike Lee movie? That's a horror movie. Um, Mm -hmm. And then there's this movie called *The Fits*, which I think is kind of supposed to be horror about Mm. um, an 11-year-old and like a dance troupe, and something happens with, with them. I haven't seen it, but it has a 96% of Rotten Tomatoes, a predominantly black cast. So I think I would like to see that, because I, I, I don't think I'll ever be able to go to the movies and see a movie like The Conjuring, and there are minorities in it. Yeah. Um, and so as long as that's the predominant horror movie that's being made, then that's all we'll ever see. So, it's true, and I'm I'm, my, Well, I'm sure black people get possessed all the time. Well, I'm, I'm <laughs> surprised that some get latinos get possessed all the time. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Just to give a fresh take on something, I'm surprised no one has done a haunted house movie with a black family. Yeah. Ooh, well they have, but
1: it film. had a Wayne's brother in it, so it was a comedy.
2: Oh. That's what I mean though, it's like a straight, <laughs> like, a like an actual, a real one. Yeah, like yeah. Yeah. whatever. Yeah. I
1: think that would be, because there's all these, it follows, something like that. Yeah. Right. I could have easily had well, Especially because it was set outside it. of Detroit. Yeah. Right.
2: It should have had probably. So, but, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so but,
1: that's, I think that's what I would like to yeah.
2: see. Um, and there's been some recent ones that have been pretty big hits, like Attack the Block is a decent example, where it was a predominantly black cast. Yeah. Or, mm-hmm. or, and it was, a, I mean, it's sci fi, I guess, technically, but yeah. it's kind of a scary monster movie yeah. type yeah. of situation. Alien invasion cool. was so movie. critically yeah. well received, so right. there's an audience for it. For sure. Yeah. And
1: yeah. so Hollywood just needs to, to do Catch it. Catch up. A there's little, an audience yeah. for a lot of stuff that Hollywood doesn't think there are audiences yeah. for. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, and we've had this conversation privately a lot. Um, but, but I also think that a lot of people underestimate. Uh, like Hollywood gatekeepers and stuff, they also underestimate white people too. Mm-hmm. Like they just automatically assume for some reason that white people literally only want to see themselves on yeah. screen all the time, and yeah. I just don't think that's true. I don't think they're giving white people enough credit. You know, like Fast and the Furious is this, like gigantic franchise that a lot of young white kids are going out to see too. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's predominantly you know. Uh, like a whole like rainbow of people, or whatever yeah. you know what I mean. It's it's like of the know. most diverse yeah. cast. Yeah, well, that's what I've heard. Um, uh, someone called it the uh, the diverse Avengers. Basically, <laughs> like it is a superhero movie for like yeah. people of color for the most part. I mean, it's a cheesy, yeah. over the top superhero movie, mm-hmm. you know, and that's why it's so attractive yeah. to a lot of people. Um, but yeah, I mean, like a lot of white people are going to see those movies too. So right. it's not like I just I just I think it's kind of unfair that a lot of Hollywood types use that as an excuse like yeah. they pawn it off on you know people like me you know and it's like yeah. I would totally see a haunted house movie with black people like I don't really care as yeah. long as it's scary it's good. Yeah. that's what I would like so, to see yeah I'd yeah.
1: like to see it without stereotypes just I think that would be cool yeah. so I really do want to check out the Fitz movie so
2: the Fitz the
1: Fitz if it comes
2: out near here we should review it I mean yeah off the beaten path one maybe the or maybe way. it'll be huge who knows I don't know if it's has it released. been released yet um so for the record, we want a 3D monster movie with a black cast,
1: <laughs> a diverse would, cast,
2: diverse cast. Okay,
3: diverse cast. I would like that. I would go see that movie.
2: Yeah, yeah. That's what we we need to kickstart that. <laughs> we need to find a director and uh, start a Kickstarter for the diverse monster movie in 3D, made for 3D, yeah. not just you know converted. We've already yeah. got
3: it. We got it recorded. This is a thing that's gonna happen. We've got the
2: got that idea. Yeah.
3: And I, I, I have a friend who knows some horror movie directors, so oh.
2: let's, let's I don't know that personally. Play. Let's but, out know. that screenplay. <laughs> um, oh.
1: you want, are we moving on to a different topic?
2: I was gonna say too. There was another recent example that I think didn't do as well, but I think it's because they used. Um, what was that? That movie that was really popular for a while that had like they were making one every year. Paranormal Activity. Yeah. They had a spinoff yes. a year or two ago okay. that was um, a Latino point of view, or whatever. Mm. It was like predominantly Hispanic cast, mm. and a lot of it was in Spanish language and stuff. It was considered a spinoff of some sort. I forgot what it was called. It was called like Paranormal Activity Subtitle. You know what I mean? It wasn't in the li- direct line, but it was like the offering that year of Paranormal Activity, and it kind of bombed. Hmm. But I think at that point, there had been like four of them. People were tired of Yeah, paranormal I-, I think that was more the reason than the. Um, like using a different group of people.
1: The funny thing is, as big as I guess those movies were at one time, I totally forgot they existed. No, until you mentioned it. So you, maybe <laughs> they aren't going to go down in the pantheon. And no, I don't think movies. they will.
2: I think that was very much so lightning in a bottle. Like the first <laughs> one was kind of different and mm-hmm. captured people's imagination. And then after that, it's like, like let's ride this trend. Yeah, strike it all top, yeah. and then you know. Although I've heard from some people that the third one was really great, and I've never checked. I've never it never out. seen it. Yeah. Any of them? No, none no. of them. I saw I the first either. one, and was like, <laughs> <laughs> "Well,
1: I, I I never liked that whole video footage. footage thing." Mm-hmm. Found footage yeah. stuff. Yeah, I liked it. Um, I think quarantine that was actually that scared me a little bit. I think that was similar mm. found footage. Yeah. Um, so I
3: never saw that one either. I saw Cloverfield. So yeah, that's kind <laughs> of. I kind just of saw that
1: one starring T J Miller
2: Um, do we want to pause it, or do we want to jump into the next topic? So jump right in. Jump next jump topic. Right What's?
3: Or you. I already forgot what
1: our. My, mine was a scary moment from an, a non-horror, a non horror, a non horror movie, meaning a movie that you saw that you know you thought would be a thriller or whatever, but um, it gave you like a legitimate jump scare, or or not even a jump scare. It just maybe scared you in some mm-hmm. way, um, that you didn't expect. And. Mine is from the Signal, which is a movie with Lawrence Fishburne and two other people who I can't remember. But it's about.
2: These, it's a low um, budget. I it's a low budget
1: movie. It's, it's 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 a sci-fi movie. Um, about these two people who, these two kids who are who are on the road. Three kids, three young people are on the road. MIT dropouts, um, who are on the road to find a hacker. And they ended up getting, I guess, abducted by this what we think is a government organization. Can I can I spoil stuff? Sure. I mean, I would think
2: Spoiler so. Spoiler
1: yeah. by a government organization, and, and you don't know what's going on. Are you going to see this movie? Uh, probably not. Okay. So at the end of it, um, what scared me is at the end of it, you Lawrence Fishburne is wearing like a hazmat suit and a helmet the whole time, and at the end of it, um, he takes off the helmet. And turns around and you see that okay no no at the end the main character is like running 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 and then he hits like this wall mm-hmm. and on the other side of the wall it is just like black empty space you have to see the movie I'm not gonna go ahead and tell mm-hmm. you everything but that it's about but I'm just telling you what scared me it's just black empty space and he's like what's going on so he's ran off of this desert road through a wall and it's just blackness around him he turns around and he sees Lawrence Fishburne who is still in this other world on this desert road and Lawrence Fishburne takes off his helmet and turns around and the back of his skull is just like robotics so he's mm-hmm. like an a- slash alien slash robot mm-hmm. and then the kid who's now in this dark world is shocked and he looks around and he's just it's just black space all around him and this techno music starts <laughs> black space all around him and he's on like this weird creepy robotic looking planet in the middle of space and that creeped me out so much. Because it came out of nowhere. It was just silent. It was like this nice music. And then it was like, Tun-un! you know, this yeah. techno music. And I had been watching it with the lights out. And I was just like, oh, I gotta turn the lights on. So, that wasn't a movie that was scary at all. It was a sci-fi movie. But yeah. that made me scared like most horror movies don't. Huh. So that was my... It's almost worth seeing. It's a good movie. You should see it, even though I gave away the ending. But... That part was really good. Well,
2: it, it sounds like one of the reasons um, uh, it, it struck you so much, though, is because it was kind of a twist, right? I mean, it's right. kind of like you think it's like in this kind of... It's, it's on the planet Earth, and then suddenly you find out they're in this it's giant not. satellite drifting. This, this whole movie, you, know, you
1: have no idea yeah. what's going on. And right. you, the characters don't, and the viewer doesn't. And you find out at the same time the character does. And it scares you just as much as it probably scares mm-hmm. the character. So that's kind of, for a low-budget film that probably, you know, didn't do well, yeah. I bet if a lot of people saw it, they would be like, why can't more movies do something like that? Mm. <laughs> manage, manage, you know, you see the trailer, it gives nothing away, unlike yeah. certain movies, like Ghostbusters, that's yeah. given everything away in the trailer, yeah. or Terminator, the recent one that gave everything away, like, the, the signal gave nothing away until the very, very end.
3: Yeah, it's, I hate it when trailers just show you the entire movie. You are just like, well,
1: I don't uh, need to see that
3: now. Right. Like Ghostbusters, yeah. <laughs>
1: not to segue, but to me it would have been much better if Ghostbusters never showed that Thor is going to be a villain.
0: Yeah. That could have been a surprise. <laughs> but no, we
1: know, so we know exactly what's going to happen. We know he's uh, going to get stupid. possessed by a Don't ghost. see Ghostbusters. Do
2: okay. <laughs> <laughs> you have one, Joe?
3: Um, well... Just immediately, the first thing that came to my mind was uh, when I was a kid, so this is not nearly as serious as what you had, but when I was little, uh, that scene with Large Marge and Pee-wee's Big Adventure, (laughs) where it's like, like, she had a face like this, and then they like, you know, (laughs) that that freaked me out when I was six, so... Like,
2: uh, yeah, well, I mean, yeah. well, I think that, that that's fair because, like, again, you, it's in the context of a children's movie that's yeah. like a road trip, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, this wacky character, and then suddenly they have this kind of scary moment or whatever. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, um, that reminds me of the Transformers moment that y'all talked about, where you a little kid, you go see this Transformers movie, and then they basically kill off all of your heroes, kill yeah. my favorite characters, <laughs> like, almost
2: literally all of them at, at once. I was just like. All my favorite toys.
1: Like, I, I, I bet
2: you anything, there were kids that went to that movie with their toys. Like, like, literally yeah. having them in their hands. <laughs> and we're just like, what? No. Like, you know, That's the first like going to see minutes. a gym yeah. movie,
1: and they kill off a gym. And you're just, like, what? This is one of those things where it's like, how callous
2: could they have been? Like, why not just introduce new characters in main you know, the, the main story <laughs> follows those characters doing something else or the,
0: the main massacre. characters get
2: yeah, the old characters get captured and they have to rescue them. I mean yeah. there there could have been Oh man, yeah. It's <laughs> funny. Instead of Optimus Prime literally flatlining <laughs> <laughs> You know, like um It's funny that you bring up Transformers. because <laughs> I can't I can't think of a movie that that I saw that scared me that you know what I mean, that, that I didn't, uh, that wasn't horror or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of tough for me to think of anything like that off the top of my head. There probably is something. Yeah. Or maybe, um, is there
1: something that, like, creeped you out really bad? That Not really.
2: I mean, I remember being, when I was very young, seeing Pulp Fiction for the first time, the scene where Bing Rains is raped or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I remember that kind of weirded me out. I wouldn't say it creeped me out, though. I was more just like, whoa, this is going there, huh? <laughs> like, like it didn't make, I didn't think it was funny in the moment. Now I look back on it and I see it's kind of... I, I wouldn't say funny, but I think it's kind of done tongue-in-cheek a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, when I was, like, 14-ish, it was a little bit... It was pushing the envelope for me at the time. Yeah. Uh, what I was thinking of, though, is there's a G.I. Joe episode... Mm-hmm. Um, where Shipwreck, one of my favorite characters, okay, he's like a, he's the, the sailor of the G.I. Joes, mm-hmm. wisecracking, kind of like a Jack Nicholson guy. Mm-hmm. In a battle, the very opening events of the episode, he gets knocked unconscious. And when he wakes up, it's like 10 years later. And, and Cobra has been defeated, and the world is at peace, or whatever. And, you know, they wake him up and they're like, you have a house now. You know, it's where all the Joes live, and like all of his friends are there. And you know, shipwreck is aged; he has like gray hair now, and all the Joes are older. It's like you know, set in the future, and slowly, uh shipwreck realizes that there's something askew. Like there's something not quite right about this reality. People aren't saying the right things, and it kind of it's almost like Truman Show style, where something doesn't seem you know real. Yeah, and eventually he realizes that. Uh, it's a false world Cobra has set up for him yeah. to like learn secrets about G.I. Joe and stuff like that they're trying to like infiltrate <laughs> him but there's a sequence where Roblox his best friend uh, he's a robot right he doesn't realize it in the moment but mm-hmm. robot Roblox melts for some reason I forgot he malfunctions or something like that and he melts away and like uh, shipwrecks arms and he's like, like that, you know? <laughs> I remember being a kid and being like you know, what am I, you know, just being really upset by it, just not yeah. really understanding what they were going for. Yeah. And because when you're a kid, you think this is the reality of the show now, is okay, now the show that used to be these fun adventures of, you know, these uh, soldiers is now like shipwrecked 10 years later, and he lives in this weird retirement community, and yeah. now like people he loves are melting. <coughs> like, you think that's the new reality of the show. Block
3: again. Yeah when, yeah, when
2: you're five or six years old, that, that's what you think is the show now. So it took me a while, to, and it's a two-parter, so it is on a clip <laughs> paper of, like, all of his friends are melting, he's like, what's happening? And it just kind of cuts, so I'm like, okay, okay, you know, and then the next day, I found out that it was all a ruse, and, <laughs> you know, he, he gets out of it, or whatever, and it's all back to normal after that. But I remember being very viscerally, like, I don't know what's going on with G.I. Joe anymore, and I'm just, like, going to school, you know. I don't like, know if I can watch like, this anymore. Yeah, yeah, like, I, it might be it for me, like, um... <laughs> Man, I think that's that's the best I've got for now. Um, I mean, there's other movies that I think skew the line of drama and horror. You know what I mean? Like A Requiem for a Dream, for instance. You know what I mean? That shows, like, drug abuse to the extreme. You could kind of argue might have horror elements and everything, Mm -hmm. even though it's not a horror movie.
1: Another brief mention of a movie. um, There's a... There's a movie called Enemy with Jake Gyllenha- by with Jake Hall where he discovers he has a doppelganger that looks just like him and he starts following mm. him. Mm-hmm. And that movie has like a really scary ending. And that's all I'm going to say.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So and you honorable mention. Like, didn't expect it. You went it. into it
2: thinking it was like a thriller or... or yeah. Know, it was like a... And it was like... And I, was,
1: and I read... I looked it up and I read somewhere that it was, con- it, you know, it was considered one of the scariest movie endings. Mm-hmm. So ever. So Yeah. Enemy, with Jake Gyllenhaal. On this very night, ten
3: years ago, along the same stretch of road, in a dense fog, just like this,
0: I saw the worst accident I ever seen. There was this sound, like a garbage truck, dropped off the Empire State Building.
3: And when they finally pulled the driver's body from the twisted, burning wreck, it looked like this! <laughs> ah! Be sure and tell him Large Marge sent ya! <laughs>